not a lot of content to talk about. I, I will say though, last week, I'm a little bit upset. You made me hopeful that I could watch the new one for, before recording this one. Yeah. The idea was to kind of capitalize on the fact that I assumed everyone next week's going to be talking, or this week when this releases, that everyone's going to be talking about Space Jam. It might do like a Google search or like a podcast search and be like, oh, what is this? Let me click on this and listen to us talk about the original Space Jam. That won't work because the name or the word movie isn't in our podcast title. God damn it. Man, let that shit go already. I can't. I demand a rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> go launch your own podcast. No, I'll just not. <laughs> most most I series. You, Antonio. <laughs> it's been so long. I know. Sorry, Ryan. No, no, you're good. I'm missing too, buddy. Most series usually go 13 episodes and then they get canceled. This will be our 13th episode, so I guess we could cancel ourselves. Now I didn't get us canceled after the Fast and Furious episode. What did you <laughs> say that was going get us canceled? Or what, 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 which one was it that I feel like I feel I went off the rails a little bit on one of the, the recent ones that I was on. Had to have been fast. Probably. Oh, no, you edited everything that was controversial out. Oh, edit, man. Edit the fact that I said controversial things out <laughs> of this one. <laughs> what all <the> evidence? <laughs> I have to text Dow every time and be like, can I leave this in? Can I leave this in? Like last what week. Is, what does Dow tell you? Sure. Exactly. Probably not sure. <laughs> Those are his responses. All publicity is good publicity. Mm -hmm. Is it though? Paying attention to the NBA countdown show because of recent publicity. How do we feel about Rachel Nichols? It's basketball related. It's it's kind of basketball talk. We can do that. Never heard of her. Oh, you haven't heard of those eyes though? No. My friend at work, she was like, we hate her, right? And I was like, man, I can't look at those eyes and cancel her. <laughs> She's like, find someone else's eyes. I'm like, it ain't that easy. You'll find redheads with those eyes. I just don't like the way she says when she used to be a reporter, like used to yeah. be, she used to be Rachel Nichols, ESPN. And like she would like the N was always bothered the shit out yeah. of me. I had a friend, I had an old friend uh, from my Walmart days that felt the same way. I thought it was kind of hot. It was when <laughs> <laughs> this is actually all Michelle Beadle's fault. If Michelle Beadle was still there, we wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, that's true. Real quick. Maria Taylor, Rachel Nichols, Michelle Beadle. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. Uh, you marry Rachel Nichols. Mm. Yeah, you fuck Maria Taylor and you kill Michelle Beadle. I love Michelle Beadle. She's not your typical San Antonio chick. That's true. But nah. It was like a small, small window where I was like, I was about Michelle Beadle, but it closed real quick. Is she too left for you? Too left of center? No. She's too big of a Spurs fan for me. <sighs> a Suns fan. I can't, I can't accept that. Suns fan. This guy, all of a sudden, in 2021, decides to become a Suns fan. Been a Suns fan since I decided to settle down, sir. <laughs> Back in 2013 or 14. Not even for the good years of the Suns? No, I was a, so I was a Suns fan during the Stoudemire Nash years. And then I decided I wanted to win championships, so I went around and hopped on a different team for six or seven years. Didn't win a championship. Then I came back home. Now here I am. <laughs> kind of like Michael Jordan used a cartoon game to get back into the NBA. 
That's good. I like that. <laughs> nice little transition. I couldn't think of it. I was trying to think of like something with championships, and I was like, nope, don't got it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just go with it. How are you guys tonight? Excited? Happy? I am always happy that I get to spend a Friday night with you, Ryan. I am ecstatic that I finally get to hang out with Amanda again. I know, right? God, you guys, like two peas in a pod, these two. So if you can't tell, we have Amanda and Antonio and myself tonight. And I think think it's safe to say we're doing a movie that's near and dear to our hearts because of our childhood. At least mine, right? Yeah. And it plays in because this week... When this releases, I believe, was it Thursday or... We release on Tuesdays, Thursday or Friday of this coming week. The new Space Jam comes out. But now we're going to talk about the 1996 version, the original Space Jam. This is where, if I could, and I had the money to, this is where Quad City DJs would come in and play. But instead, it's going to be Amanda. Go. I was going to say, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But you kept talking. So, and then you sound like Borat. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, the movie we're talking about is Space Jam. Space Jam premiered in the United States on November fifteenth, nineteen ninety six. Twenty five years ago, god damn, we're old. It brought in two hundred fifty million dollars worldwide on an eighty million dollar budget, making it the tenth highest grossing film of nineteen ninety six. Fun fact: it's actually the highest grossing basketball movie of all time. It beat out Eddie. You're real OG if you know what Eddie is. Amanda has no clue what Eddie is. Nope. Say it, Amanda. Say that again. Okay. Never mind. Say it. Because you're supposed to say never heard of her. Oh. (laughs) That didn't work out. (laughs) We're out of sync. You guys got to find your rhythm tonight. It's it's like riding a bike. We'll get back into it. (laughs) So you guys know I always start off with a question. Mm, It's my favorite part. I gave you guys some hints. No, you don't. They're right here. She does this shit every week. She she, looks at the outline five minutes before we come out. It's true. So I have to ask, because I mentioned it earlier, that this movie is very reminiscent of our childhood. But is this movie the one that reminds you the most about your childhood? Like, does this one stick out? Outside of The Little Mermaid, yes. It sticks out, but it's not the Power Rangers movie. (gasps) The Power (laughs) Ooh. Van Halen at the end with the fireworks popping. I forgot about that. There's no moment like that in this movie. Are we sure? We're sure. Yeah. When he does, when he gets off the spaceship, <laughs> I and believe. Wayne Knight, I can... <laughs> and Wayne Knight has his little megaphone, ladies and gentlemen. For no reason, he has a <laughs> for, megaphone. For no reason, when he gets off the spaceship, who's gonna hear him in a baseball stadium with a little megaphone? The thing is, is that is that's very believable because it's a minor league stadium. So minor leagues, oh. like baseball teams, are known for having the most ridiculous promotions. Yeah. So it's not that out there. And nobody in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like the hardcore pack- locals that are like. That was a packed house for a minor league game, but I'm assuming it's because Michael Jordan was playing. Oh, yeah. of course. The reason why I asked about the childhood thing is because. I watched a lot of movies as a kid. This movie came out when I was 11. There's a lot of movies that are like pillars of my childhood. But for some reason, this movie like reminds me of being a kid. I vividly remember going to the movies and seeing this movie. 
I was so excited to go. And it's kind of a best of both worlds because y'all know I do not like animated movies. Not a fan. I don't necessarily consider this an animated movie, though. Hmm. I know, which is really dumb because it's all animation, but I just don't really like consider it an animated movie, but it does remind me of my childhood. I love it. It was also, fun fact, more personal shit that has nothing to do with the movie. This was the first CD I ever bought was the soundtrack to Space Jam. Bought this along with no doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Yes, age yourself. So kids back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from tapes to CDs. You know what my first CD was? What? I think it was the Britney Spears album, debut album. I don't remember the name of it. Hit Me Baby One More Time? Yes, that one. What was your first CD ever? Do you remember, Antonio? Uh, Yeah, it's Meteora. Nice. I didn't listen to music until I was a teenager. (laughs) I like it. That's cool. Amanda. Yes? Earlier when we were talking... Mm-hmm. Before we got on here, you said something, something, something. I remember exactly what it was, but you ended the sentence with, I know, right? Um, we're going to do a movie that's actually good. I don't think I said that. Hold that thought. Nope. You're I'm, making, assuming, I'm assuming you're that you love this movie. <laughs> why do you love this movie? You've already said it because it reminds me of my childhood. Is that the reason why? I didn't, I didn't know. It's a good time. I say that for every episode, though. I like it because it's a good time. I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> That's all I really care about. Just a good no, time. Um, it really does remind me of my childhood. And then the reason why I liked it so much as a child is because you have the mixture of real life with cartoons. And you didn't get that very often other than like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was a really scary movie. It was. For me at the time. You ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Antonio? I have, believe it or not. <laughs> That movie was scary as a kid. That movie and Howard the Duck, I'm out. Ooh, I've never seen Howard the Duck because he still looks scary. Right. No, thank you. Antonio, why do you love this movie? I love the Looney Tunes. Do you really? Yeah. Are you a big Looney Tunes guy? Yep. What is it like? Are you like Big Bugs Bunny? What? Uh, like, who's your favorite? Uh, it's Elmer Fudd. Yeah. I got you now, you silly wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> give me a uh, give me a hot take about Looney Tunes. Better than any Disney stuff. Whoa! I'll take Bugs over Mickey. Okay. <laughs> My hot take about the Looney Tunes is that Tweety Bird is overrated. Wow, that is going to get us canceled. <laughs> that's true, though. That is <laughs> that's true. So one time in sixth grade, I won a like a huge Tweety Bird. Like, it was dressed in pajamas. I wanted, like, at a school carnival or something. And I was like, man, what the fuck am I going to do with, like, this big-ass Tweety Bird? And I just, like, gave it to someone. And I went home that day, and I told my mom. And she was like, you did not just give away, like, a life-size Tweety Bird (laughs) stuffed animal. And I was like, yeah. She's like, you're going to go get that right now. And you're going to say that that you just let them borrow it. Did you do that? I did. They (laughs) gave it back to me. (laughs) Tweety Bird was it. Like I said, I'm older, but I don't remember anybody having like Tweety Bird as like their, their Trapper Keeper cover. <laughs> I like distinctly remember, you know, those like, what is it called when they're sparkly? Like, ho- it's not holographic, but like the foil stickers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I distinctly remember those Tweety Bird stickers because they were all over everybody's stuff. For some reason, I remember Animaniacs being bigger than Looney Tunes. 
Because you're older. Yeah, probably. I just I remember everyone having like the Warner Brothers sign with like the Toon Squad. That was big. Because I was going into junior high when this movie came out. So I think that was like the cool thing. I remember there's someone in our school that actually had like a like a Toon Squad like jacket. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Casting. In a movie like this, it's really hard to talk about how good the casting is because we're kind of limited. But obviously, if you're going to do this movie about a basketball player in the 90s, there's no better basketball player to ever grace the court than the GOAT himself, Michael Jordan. How do you feel about Michael Jordan, Antonio? Ooh, that side eye. So I didn't care for basketball as a kid. I didn't watch this movie probably like two until like two or three years after it came out. Uh, we got it on VHS, and I was just like, okay, cool. Michael Jordan, that's a name. You know, even as a six- to eight-year-old, you've heard of him. Uh, I remember reading this book that I had to for school about Michael Jordan, and it was like this whole propaganda machine about how great he was and you know how hard he worked to win that first NBA championship and how hard he had to work to win a second one. But I just remember reading something in there, and I was just like, this guy sounds like a prick. And it didn't sound like he's that good. Like, he already quit once. Why would he quit? Yeah, so watch this movie. He's fine, given his limited acting roles. It's no OJ. A lot of thoughts. Yeah, never thought much of Michael Jordan, even as a kid. He won three championships after this movie, three before this movie. And I was probably like, I was a teenager when he was winning, but like, my guy has and will be, always will be Kobe. Rest in peace. But like Kobe to me was a carbon copy of what of Michael in a way. They're both same height, same attitude, same. Obviously, Michael's a greater player. I, I will never say that Kobe is better than MJ. I will say Kobe's better than LeBron. And if this movie came out 10 years earlier, this movie would be made with Kobe, not LeBron. I said it. Fight well, I me. Think, I don't I think care. Everyone agrees with that. There's a lot of Kobe haters out there. And it wouldn't be as entertaining because Kobe would have ended the shit in the first half. Kobe would have not let this shit happen to begin with. Yeah. He wouldn't have done some stupid Denzel man on fire deal like, hey, I tell you what, if we lose, like MJ did, if we lose, you can keep me. It's like, motherfucker, you can keep them. I'm going home. <laughs> uh, so casting wise, can't really talk a whole lot about it because they had to use a bunch of basketball players, which for the most part, I thought Michael was pretty decent. I didn't think he was that bad. Some of the other basketball players, however, eh, I would have liked to have seen others. Could have seen a couple of different people in places. I really, really thought Danny DeVito's voice was really good as... Um, Mr. Swackhammer. Swackhammer. I liked his voice. But all I kept seeing was like a little angry Danny DeVito as he was doing it. That's all I could see. Yeah. A lot of fun with him. He kind of has the same stature. Yeah. With Danny DeVito. Um, um, and I also didn't know his name was Swackhammer until this watch. And I've seen this movie at least a dozen times, at least. But if you could have replaced anybody, who would you have replaced? Basketball-wise, uh, probably Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have a. You didn't even see it in passing where his like stuff gets stolen, his talent gets stolen. So this is mid nineties. Give me Clyde. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Because that's uh, like at the height of like Houston Rockets basketball. Clyde or get another big Hakeem. I would stay away from the Jazz. Carl Malone and John Stockton are lying. We'll get back to that here in a second. Other actors we didn't talk about. 
because like the only like real actor in this well, there's like two like real people are Wayne Knight, who most people know from Seinfeld or from Jurassic Park, and of course Bill Murray, the greatest to ever play the game of basketball. He retired at the top. Well, the hammy in the process, but <laughs> you want to talk about you Wayne Knight real ice quick? Sneeze. That's all. <laughs> I think Wayne Knight was the perfect casting here, and I'm sure you guys disagree, or someone will disagree. But Warner Brothers agreed with you. He played the perfect bumbling sidekick. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I read that I guess it was supposed to be either uh, they wanted either Chevy Chase or Michael J. Fox to play that role, and the mm-hmm. studio shut it down. And I just don't. Maybe it's just because I'm so used to Wayne Knight playing that role of Stan, and that's what Stan needs to be. That I just I, I can't see either anyone else playing it. Wayne Knight is not is not like a somebody, but everybody our age knows Wayne Knight from this movie. People a generation older than us know him because of like Seinfeld's being Newman. But for us, like for teenagers, you know, in our early 30s or mid 30s, you know, he's Stan, right? Isn't that his name? Yep. But what is yes. he called? What is Michael called? Sherman? Sherm or something? Like he's like, Stan. <laughs> I was like, Man, he kind of does look like a Sherm. I could <laughs> see that. We've just known him as like the bumbling guy. So I can't think of anybody else. Like, I think it would have been kind of weird to have Chevy Chase. Like Michael J. Fox, I don't see how that works at all. There's like eight feet difference between him and MJ. It would have been kind of weird. And then Chevy Chase would have been semi-cool because it would have been like from Caddyshack. On the golf course, you would have had him and Bill Murray on the same thing. You'd have like Ty Webb and then... Uh, Bill Murray's character like it just would have been kind of cool to see that like from a Caddyshack type vibe but I just don't see how anyone could have brought like that sense of please be my friend right all right anything I can do for you Mike (laughs) Antonio Mm -hmm. I think you know do you know where I'm going with this I think so better handler Stan from this movie Space Jam or David from Angels in the Outfield that's not where I thought you were going. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? David, yeah, how you yeah, said David, yeah. the, the kids and everything? The nachos. Yeah. <laughs> I want coffee. <laughs> how do you take it? Black. <laughs> uh, they're two different people. I, I go with Stan, but David holds a, a special place in my heart. Dressed in his like ugly suit with his like raincoat on so he doesn't get shit all over himself. <laughs> And he comes I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you ever seen Angels in the Outfield? No. Or if I have, I, I might have, but I didn't care about baseball at the time. You're, you really should. It's, it's a great documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you going to say that you, where do you think I was going with that? Um, I thought you were going to make a comparison with him and uh, I, I forget the actor's name. The dude that played uh, Richard Jewell but he's also in Cobra Kai. Um, oh. Paul Walter Hauser. Yeah. Oh my God. Is he going to play that character in this new Space Jam? I don't think so, but I think he'd be great. That would have been freaking awesome. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so if I could replace anybody, I was, not, I was never really a Larry Johnson fan, wasn't a Sean Bradley fan. I thought Sean Bradley was like freakishly tall. Like, I mean, there's tall players, but he's like a freakishly tall one. Um, give me Reggie Miller. I need a shit talker. That would have been fun. 96, he's young in the league. Give me some, give me some Reggie Miller. 
And then give me Vlad. Vladi was like Vladi makes an appearance in this one, but Vladi would have been, I think, really cool to have. You know what would have been cool? What? If they were able to like set aside their differences, you get like Isaiah willingly giving up his talent. Or that, Bill Lambeer willingly giving up his talent. That would never happen. <laughs> one more shot at Michael. You left me off the dream team, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come on your movie, bitch. <laughs> Uh, sorry. I had some basketball talk that man has no idea what. So we talked about Michael in the middle of watching this. Oh, go ahead. You don't have to stop talking about basketball. Like that's the essence of this movie. I just, I'm not going to insert an opinion where I know nothing. What opinion you did have? You said, you know what? I think Michael's actually pretty good for, for what he has to do as an athlete turned actor. So that begs the question. Another one you guys aren't prepared for, but I thought this was the best place to put it. So. Mount Rushmore of athletes turned actors, wrestlers, Antonio, are not allowed. Oh, damn. <laughs> not that The Rock's a great actor or anything. Give me, give me, uh, give me your Mount he is Rushmore. An athlete. He is was an athlete. On, was on that Miami National Championship oh, team. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess we'll make an exception for The Rock since I'm trying to but get you guys not- to give me four. I don't o. know. O. If you guys, Simpson. Of course. Oh, I th- I'm sorry. Listen, listen, people out there. If you want to cancel us because of OJ, I get it. Cancel us, but listen to us first before you cancel us. OJ has to be up there. Naked Gun movies are good, and a lot of them are good because of OJ. Sorry. Horrible person. Funny ass actor. Do you follow him on Twitter? No. It doesn't seem like he's capable of doing anything that he's been alleged to. And now we're getting canceled. Just say it, like he says. I'm going to throw Terry Crews in there. I was going to do that. Are you going to include Arnold? Bodybuilding isn't a sport. But it's also, but also like, are we talking about like with acting chops? Or are no, we talking I, about just like star power you know, as, an, as an actor? My intention was someone who doesn't do movies like for a living. So like The Rock and Arnold, I wasn't really thinking about. I was thinking more, even though I said Terry Crews, he does it for a living, but he's not like the lead. He's just like fun. You know what I mean? Like someone like Jim Brown to me is awesome. Like he was really good in Mars Attacks. He was good in Any Given Sunday. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that movie. Terry Bradshaw? What? What movie is Terry Bradshaw come out in? Oh, uh, um, that Failure Marvel to Launch. Yeah, duh. I was going to say, duh. <laughs> See, he was good. Like something like that. I, I put him on my little Mount Kevin Rushmore. Kevin Garnett. He was good in Uncut Gems. All right, that's my four right there. Got him. Does Mark Harmon count? He was a college athlete. Okay, but that's what we use for The Rock. Did you Google athletes that turned actor? I'm like, how are you remembering all these? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. Of course I did. I Google every question you have. I have to Google it because I did not do my homework. That's good. Can we count Peyton Manning? Because his commercials are great. Oh, I love his commercials. I don't think you guys would remember MJ commercials, so that wouldn't be. But I think like Peyton. Oh, com- I mean, oh, I remember God. the anything you can do, I can do better one. I do remember that one. What were you going to say, Amanda? I'm sorry. Nothing. I was going to name another wrestler. Which one? <laughs> Batista? <laughs> yes. Of course. <laughs> I love him so much. He, he, he fought in MMA. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Does that count? Okay, so I guess if you make Ryan's the switch the from judge. MMA to... <laughs> If you make the leap. <laughs> MJ, I'm sorry to say, is not going to make my Mount Rushmore. There's too many other good actors out there. I will say this. I'm interested to see how LeBron does in the new Space Jam because I really 
enjoyed LeBron on Trainwreck. Like, not good, but I thought he was really funny. You remember? Did you watch Trainwreck? Anybody? Mm-mm. Y'all seen it? I had to watch it because I love Bill Hader, but his chemistry with LeBron James was really funny. It was really good. So I'm interested to see if LeBron's going to be LeBron because LeBron plays himself in Trainwreck. So I'm assuming that he's, I mean, obviously he's playing himself in Space Jam, but I hope that like he really like doesn't take himself seriously and just has fun with it because that's what he did in Trainwreck and it was really funny. Uh, okay. I don't know if you guys can believe this or not. Uh, this movie had no Oscar considerations. Surprised. But the soundtrack. I, oh, go ahead. I was wondering why that section was in there. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack earned an MTV movie and VMA nomination for best song for R. Kelly's. Somebody sing. I, R. Kelly's canceled. We're I'm not. I'm not gonna sing it. Okay. Not a, not recorded anyway. Singing in my own home. We separate the art from the artist. No, we don't. Not on this one. Every every episode we've been doing is who are who do you think you are in this movie? But uh, I didn't really put anything. I didn't think it was possible. But uh, let's just do it off top of our heads. Antonio, who do you think Amanda is in this movie? Uh, to the Roadrunner. Why the Roadrunner? It's a Roadrunner sneaky smart. <laughs> I'll give you Thanks, that, Antonio. I was gonna call myself Granny. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other one that came to mind, but <laughs> thanks, thank you so much. I was just going with the weight, the savvy wire pickups during the season. So, <laughs> I mean, who's Antonio in this movie? Ooh, man, I hate this question because I don't think about people the way you guys do. I'm very self centered. <laughs> I I almost want to say Bugs, but he feels smarter than Bugs. And less like needy in that role, Antonio does. Okay, not not bugs. I don't know. I, I had Antonio pegged as, um, and don't take this the wrong. I always have to oh, preface no, this, but don't take goes. this the wrong way. It reminded me of I was like, all right, if Antonio was someone from the Monstars, I was like thinking, if I told Antonio, hey, I'm casting. If I was a director, and I was like, I'm casting you as one of the Monstars, think. Keanu Reeves think point break he'd obviously be like the Sean Bradley monsters like they totally do like I don't know I just I thought that and and oddly enough he's actually kind of the smartest monster out of all of them when yeah he there, is. yeah there's like a couple of different ones where it's like uh I, I don't remember exactly but I just remember thinking like oh that's actually a smart question or good point okay Antonio I don't know I'm very clumsy, I so I would walk into a backboard. <laughs> I don't know, man. Antonio's the ringleader. He's like the quiet ringleader of everything. That is true. We kind of so go he's a little with the bit, flow. He's a little bit quieter than Bugs about it, but definitely the uh, the ringleader. I have more integrity than Bugs. Yeah. I wouldn't scratch out a rule book and take advantage of someone's stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Them's the rules. Let's get into the movie. Antonio's back with his summaries. Why don't you go ahead and take it away? Welcome. (laughs) Okay. So coming off a 3P, Michael Jordan decides to try his hand at baseball, but it's not looking so hot. In a time before banging trash cans were a thing, Michael paid off the opposing catcher with an autographed basketball to find out what pitches are coming, but he still couldn't make contact. At least he looks good when he strikes out and receives a standing up for his efforts. In the meantime, in Toonland, aliens from Moron Mountain show up to enslave the Looney Tunes. (laughs) 
Bugs negotiates their potential freedom with a basketball game. Unbeknownst to Bugs and the rest of the Toon Squad, the aliens go off and steal NBA talent to go from scrappy, undersized gym rats to monsters. Needing reinforcements, Bugs and the Toons kidnap Michael from a golf outing and force him into unretirement. First half of the game doesn't go the Toon Squad's way, and Michael takes that personally. Toon Squad then takes some MJPEDs. We'll touch on that later. They launch, they launch a comeback. Bill Murray gets signed to the team at the, in the last 10 seconds, helping lead, to lead the Toon Squad to victory. Michael returns to the minor league field on his ship, gives talent back to the NBA stars, unretires to drop 55 in the garden, but we ignore that he got beat by the Magic in the conference finals because we could only talk about the successes and not failures. Cold but true. Antonio, real quick. Mm-hmm. What a... Uh, very good. I enjoyed this. Me too. Of course, you had to talk shit about MJ, but you prefaced this with talking that you were going to talk shit about MJ. Better movie for MJ, excuse me, Space Jam or The Last Dance? Which one painted him in a better light? Uh, well, Space Jam isn't a propaganda machine, so I'm, I'm going to prefer Space Jam. The Last Dance for what it is, you know, just indoctrinating another generation of folks to believe a lie, you know, it, it was really well done. I, Something that, you know, I'm sure Hitler would be proud of. <laughs> oh, my God. You can leave that in. I'll leave that in. Um, I love it. I'm just going to try to make R. Kelly look as, as decent as possible. <laughs> no, what the fuck's wrong with you? No. So, as we always do, we always kind of go through the important scenes, beginning, the middle, the end. Since I'm the only one that filled out this section... You can go first. This movie is actually, it's so short that the beginning, middle, end, it's just kind of like weird how that works. But the only reason why I decided to stick with it and go with it is because I don't care what anybody says. As soon as that whole father-son scene was out, this has the best opening montage in any movie ever. All of MJ's highlights, and then with the Quad City DJ's Space Jam like song, it was hyped. I remember we walked into the movie theater to watch this movie while this was playing. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, this is the greatest. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. You missed the opening scene? You were late to this movie? Oh yeah, dude, we're late for everything. It was my family. It's true. Good thing it wasn't a draft house. Wouldn't have been allowed in. Oh boy, that's true. Does anything grab your attention in the beginning of this movie? The very, like the scene before the montage you're talking about, just the opening scene. And I know I just said we're not going to talk about R. Kelly, but as soon as that song starts playing, you're like, you're, you're just, it's like what Dow said about the last movie we talked about. As soon as that song starts playing, you're in it. You're ready. Let's go. We're watching Space Jam. Y'all can't see this, but a second ago when Amanda was telling that story, when she was like, when that song came on, it's like she put one hand up in the air like she was at church. (laughs) Praise. But not R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Can I nitpick that opening scene real quick? Absolutely, please. MJ's dad is apparently supposedly in bed, is like in a button down and like slacks. Like, did he just get off of work? It's 1 a.m. You you clearly weren't in bed or you didn't. Did you get up to get dressed to come tell, you know, Michael to stop shooting? Just a small nitpick. He had to pull his. He had to put his whole outfit back on to go outside. Yeah, times were changed. Uh, Antonio, do you have an opening scene? Because the the whole strikeout scene 
Yeah. That, that's kind of at the beginning. Yeah. And then all the minor league players like, hey, man, when you strike out, you know, at least you look good. I strike out. It looked like crap, you know. <laughs> that's the one thing you could say about this movie is it's really cool that as big an ego as someone like MJ would have to kind of set aside his ego because this movie was filmed filmed in 95. So this was the first season back that he unretired. This is the I'm back thing. Like, so he'd already lived the baseball, minor league baseball life. That's really cool that you can make a movie where you're part of the joke and that joke is you. That the entire like first 15 minutes of this movie is Jim Rome shitting on him. Everyone like not wanting him to feel bad because of how bad he is. But it's it's pretty cool that they were like, hey, man, we're going to make fun of your baseball career. I would assume that the catcher giving him the telling him tipping him off. I'm sure that probably happened, right? Don't you think? Especially after some autographs. Oh, yeah, I would think so. Um, middle of the movie. Do you guys have anything? Oh, the golf scene. Just him, Larry. Uh, when Stan is like, nice shot, Mr. Bird. Larry, please. Nice shot, Mr. Larry. <laughs> Visualize the ball. Be the ball. Yeah. Is it because I'm white? <laughs> yeah. That scene we're going to talk about a little bit later. That's one of my favorite scenes. Uh, <laughs> I just like Danny Ainge talking shit to Charles Barkley when he loses his talent, his powers. And Danny Ainge is like, come on, man. I'm like, you're fucking Danny Ainge, dude. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that was was good. Um, uh, I guess when uh, Bugs and and Daffy go to MJ's house to get his UNC stuff and basketball shoes. If I'm a kid and I see cartoon characters, like they're way too chill. And yeah. I'm like MJ's oldest son, like the dog is like trying to get MJ's, you know, shorts back and he's fighting with Bugs and he gets gets him. He's like, here you go, Bugs. You're just going to give a stranger that you've never met. Like you're clearly aware of how famous your dad is and you're just going to give away. Bugs Bunny is not a stranger. He sees him every Saturday morning. It's true. I do want to say one thing. That house. Do we believe MJ would live in a neighborhood like that? Hell no. <laughs> Where would MJ live? Where the McAllisters live. Like in an estate? Yeah, like I expected like a Kevin McAllister house. Something like that. What, what yeah, is that? Traditional? Yeah, what is that? Craftsman? Mm-hmm. Middle of the movie I thought was kind of funny and kind of related to today. When uh, they decide to shut down the NBA, I'm like, that could verbatim have been Adam Silver's speech last year before going into the bubble, which is like, we're halting the season for the safety of our players. Notice how... They weren't afraid to get all masked up. Mm. It was a very dramatic masking up, too. The 90s were a different time. They took sudden illnesses that popped up around the country seriously. Who are you yelling at? I'm not yelling at the people out there. I don't know. He's yelling on my behalf. Exactly. <laughs> End of the movie. What are we thinking? Um, I agree with you, Ryan. Yeah. Bill Murray saving the day. I forgot this, that he comes in and saves the day. Y'all do know why Bill Murray is like, it's kind of like a the running joke about Bill Murray doing the NBA. Like he made like a pair, he made parody commercials about MJ's retirement, which is another like cool thing on the joke because MJ in 93 was like, hey, I'm retiring from basketball. I've done all I can do. I'm going to go play baseball. Now, whether he did that 
because he was just too tired to play basketball or if he did it for other reasons, <clears throat> gambling, <clears throat> uh, suspended NBA, but we can't suspend him. <laughs> Bill Murray during that time was going around. And I remember thinking this was real at the time because Bill Murray, like he's, he's Peter Venkman to me. He's a ghostbuster. You know what I mean? Like, so anytime he was doing something, you'd watch what he wanted to do. And he would do these commercials where he would say, I'm retiring from being a comedian and I'm going to go into the NBA. And there were commercials of him playing like pickup basketball games. And you were like, oh my God, is this for real? Like, is he really going to go into the NBA? And I just thought it was really funny looking back. Like Bill Murray was allowed to be in this movie, obviously because he's a name and he's a draw. But how funny is that, that like his joke is actually coming true in this movie? I don't know if it's, Michael allowed him into the movie or if he allowed Michael into the movie. Nah. <laughs> a Michael was king. Michael allowed, yeah. Yeah. Michael had Warner Brothers build him a court at the studio so that in between takes or in between like breaks and stuff, he could go play basketball. So we all agree that that end scene is probably the best one. Bill Murray coming in yeah. and save the day. I did like his line when Daffy Duck's like, how did you get here? Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm friends with the producer. The Teamsters dropped me off. <laughs> the producer, for those who don't know, he's actually, Bill Murray's talking about Ivan Reitman, who produced, he produced and directed Stripes, uh, Ghostbusters, Kindergarten Cop, Dave, who's a producer of like old school, uh, I Love You Man, Up in the Air. Like he's just a big time producer. Although he's not credited as the director of this movie, he was the director of this movie. Is it Reitman or Reitman? Reitman. Reitman? Yes. Catherine Reitman was a character in this movie, too. Who? Uh, no, she, or she was a voice, right? She was a voice. She was a nerd kid, but I don't know what the nerd kid is. I don't either. But yes, that's her. Her dad is Ivan Reitman. Her brother's Jason Reitman, who is a director. He directed Juno. Catherine uh, Reitman is also a director. Thank you very much. Cool. I don't, wow. I, don't, I, I just. How feminist of you. I'm sorry. What was the name of the show she was in that you like? The one that she executive produces and directs. Yeah. And stars in. Yeah. Working Moms. Working Moms, there you go. Where she employs her husband. But yeah, this movie wouldn't have been made without Ivan Reitman. Some of the deeper plot discussion stuff, since we all basically had the same scenes that we really liked. Antonio, you take this one. Are Larry Bird and Bill Murray shitty friends? Yes. Well, Yes. Like, they knew what they were doing was wrong because they tried to talk themselves into, well, they were justifying the reason why they left him there as they were walking away. And they gave themselves two on that previous hole. <laughs> we weren't in the right frame of mind. That's a joke that you don't catch when you're 11 years old, but when you're no. 35, you're like, it's true, I want to give myself a two-two there. <laughs> um, I love that scene. That scene's just so funny. When he's like, what kind of camera is that? <laughs> Don't point that at me. <laughs> Fucking the lens cap back on. <laughs> is this the worst officiated game in the history? And why is the answer yes? And before you agree with me, let me provide some examples. <laughs> there are players that are set on fire. They're kicked in the face. They ride around on scooters without dribbling. That's a traveling. Uh, they have their teeth shot out. There's constant dog piles. Fans running onto the court and ramming their horns into players' butts. 
kind of like the malice in the palace. I could go on and on, but I want to give the floor to you guys. <laughs> I read your malice in the palace. I was like, <laughs> man, do you know what malice in the palace was? No. Pacers Pistons thing from like 15 years ago. Six or yeah. five, something like that. Who did it involve? Ron Artest just went fucking okay. Metal World Peace on yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. I didn't know it was called Malice in the Palace. His name is, Meta, what is it now? Metal, Metal, Metal World, World Peace. Peace. Yeah. He rebranded, okay? Just like this podcast needs to do. <laughs> well, that was good. Whenever, whenever you hit a game a game winning three in game seven of the finals, we can rebrand officially. So at 25K? Ooh, yeah. When we hit 25,000 downloads. Folks, we're almost there. Thanks, people out there. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with, no, this isn't the worst officiated game I've ever seen. I'll tell you what the worst officiated game I've ever seen is. My team benefited from this, and that would have to be the uh, Lakers-Kings Western Conference final game, 2000. 2002. 2002, excuse me. I went blank on that one. That was pretty bad. But as a as a as a Lakers fan, which I'm really surprised, Antonio, Mr. Southern California lived in L.A. I hated the Lakers growing up. I think, but I think you and Daffy Duck both look good in purple and gold. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but this was probably the second most horribly officiated game I've ever seen in my entire life. Once the gun was pulled out and the teeth were shot out, I was like, you know what? I can't do this. That's at least a flagrant one. Flagrant two. I mean, come on. Let's let's be real. I mean, listen. If we're going to not officiate, enforce the rules. Uh, Michael Jordan was on performance enhancing drugs. Listen. That's why he came back. It was Go ahead, Ryan. Stuff. No, just, <laughs> Amanda goes, wait a minute. Was he ever popped for PEDs? <laughs> She's like, no, he couldn't have. Like She answered her question. She's like, no, he couldn't have. Then he wouldn't be the GOAT. And I'm like, exactly. Tell that to Antonio, that he is the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. Who is? Who's the GOAT? I mean, before... Last year it was Kobe, but it's LeBron now. God, the disrespect. I don't think either of you are wrong here, but it just feels so disrespectful because now LeBron's coming out with Space Jam 2. And it's just like, can just leave it well enough alone. You got to like take his movie from him too. <laughs> Fucking LeBron. You ballin' son of a bitch. <laughs> I was not excited for Space Jam 2, but because of rewatching this movie, I'm actually excited about Space Jam 2 now. I'm excited. I the jerseys are much leave much to be desired, but I don't know, man. After watching the after watching again today, the Toon Squad jerseys from the first movie were not good. Oh, but they're classic though. They are, but they're not good. Oh. I wish they would have stuck with the original animation style on the new one. I'm a little disappointed. It looks like um the way they did Tom and Jerry. Yeah, like the, the new, new school animation. Yeah, I don't like it. Like they just just make it live action. Do you really think Antonio? That's why Michael Jordan left those two years. Are you are you breaking that? Do you know something? Are you on the Reddit pages, <laughs> Twitter sphere? PEDs, gambling, cocaine, the '90s trifecta. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> uh, I think the last one I have is uh, the tunes. They mentioned having a union. You know when they interrupted their regularly scheduled programming. But uh, they didn't negotiate royalties. Right? That's their agent's fault. They had to get better agents. All right, so let's get into some awards real quick. This is going to be fun. The Tobey Maguire Jordana Brewster Award for the worst acting performance. Give it to me, Antonio. Break my heart. 
it's MJ. It's not. And it's just because he's the least like experienced actor here. It's Charles Barkley. It's not Charles Barkley. It is Charles Barkley. It's not Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's playing Charles Barkley. You don't watch NBA on TNT pregame show. That's Charles. I see him on TV all the time. I literally watched him two nights ago, or however long it was when he was golfing, or he was commentating on the match. The match. San Antonio women. Oh, San Antonio women. That too. Um, I'm sorry. Mike's kids were not good. I know they're child. They're children. Child actors. They're, they're child actors. Actors. But as Michael Jordan would say himself, fuck them kids. They were not good. Uh, the Alonzo Harris Award for the best scene. I got Stan digging in that golf course looking for Michael, trying to save that friendship and then giving up on it. <laughs> He's just like, it's clear that you, wherever you are, you'd rather be there than with me. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> Mine was was Mike getting sucked in the hole when he's like, take a picture, smile <laughs> as you're reaching into the hole and then you get sucked in and then like the whole, the camera thing, him throwing it and them just leaving and what's the line when he's like, but Larry's white or is it, oh, oh yeah. when he when, Is it because I'm white? Larry's white? <laughs> MJ like the housekeeping a beat. Yeah, he's like, Larry's not white he is clear <laughs> That whole scene, it's so fun. It's so good. And half those jokes you don't catch when you're a kid watching this movie. So nope. you got to do that for these kid movies. And I appreciate them. Except I really you do. don't know that they are there because you don't watch animation. Nope. This is there close are to plenty animation. Of good, there are probably more parent jokes in those movies these days than kids jokes because the parents have the money. Do you have one for the best scene? I'm going to go to agree with Antonio. Digging him up? Yeah. Nice. Okay. What are you doing? Me? Fixing a divot. Oh. <laughs> He's fixing a divot! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the AC Law of the Fourth Award. I mean, this is kind of Larry Johnson. <laughs> You're right, Antonio. It's Larry Johnson. And the definition I'm using this week is... Why is AC Law still in my life? <laughs> Why is Larry Johnson in this movie? I didn't even know who Larry Johnson was. I had to ask Ryan, who's that basketball player right there? I had to look it up because I was like, they've only shown four, yet there's five. There's no way that they divvied up, you know, four players amongst five. Right. Pretty sure Larry Johnson was like on Family Matters or did like a cameo. So, I mean, he has to be my AC Law of the Fourth Award winner too. Do you have one, in, Amanda? No. I never have an AC Law the Fourth Award because you can tell me the rule for this award every week and I still don't know how to apply it. You can apply it any way you want. It. Yeah, any way you want. The I'll just name somebody and you guys can tell me how it how fits. It fits. <laughs> which which AC Law the Fourth version it is. Do you guys want to play that game? Sure. <laughs> no, we don't have to. It's okay. Keep going. The Mark Wahlberg Award for the Best Acting Performance. Take it away, Antonio. I got Wayne Knight. Yeah. I agree. Although Bill Murray's doing Bill Murray and, and Chuck is doing Chuck, so I'm going to omit both of them, and it has to be Wayne Knight. You don't think about him when you're young and watching this movie. When you're old, I'm like, I like Wayne Knight. He's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, quotes? Quotes? Anybody have quotes? Mm. 
you touched on most of them. The only one that I like was the what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name their, their team the Ducks because eventually yeah. they did drop the mighty from the mighty Ducks and now they're just the Ducks. This was like a fuck you to Disney. I loved it. Yeah. Who at one point, I read this somewhere, like in the 80s, Disney asked if they could borrow some Warner Brothers, some Looney Tunes for a movie. Uh, and they did. Warner Brothers was like, yeah, cool. And there was like a gentleman's agreement like, hey, if we ever need a Disney character to in a Warner Brothers production, can we use it? And it was like a gentleman's agreement. Well, in the late 80s, everyone from Disney was basically replaced, got fired or or was retired. So when Warner Brothers reached out to Disney about, hey, can we borrow like Mickey Mouse to be like the referee for the movie? They're like, nah. So they're like, okay, motherfuckers, here we go. <laughs> what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name their team the Ducks? I thought that was cool. Like um, the quote uh, it has to be the divot one, <laughs> which we already did. Uh, what kind of camera is that? I thought was really good. Is it because I'm white? That was good. Um, I feel like we didn't touch too much on, like we're already getting towards the end. I feel like we didn't touch enough on the Looney Tunes characters, but this was the introduction to Lola Bunny. Yeah, we didn't talk about Lola at all. Well, let's talk about her right quick. She fine. Yeah. I mean, if I was a Looney Tunes character, absolutely. It'd be her and then Granny. <laughs> Granny close second. Lola was a badass. And I remember even as a kid being like, I want to be like Lola. She's a fucking bunny. And I was six. Just kick people in the face if they call you a doll. Speaking of characters in the movie, Ryan, we never discussed who you were in the movie. Oh, we didn't. Ooh, he's Bill Murray. Why am I Bill Murray? Thank you, by the way. But why? I don't see it. Um, because you have you think very highly of yourself. Fuck, here we go. But you're just trying to hit the over on insults this week, aren't you? Every week. You think very highly of yourself, but you also are very realistic in that you're like, mm, I think I'm going to stop at the top of my game. I'm going to go ice my knees now. Fine. You think highly of yourself and you want to try, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, you know what? I didn't get to say who I think you are. You know who I think you are? I'm Granny because I would rather not participate because I know I'm not going to be good. No, you're Muggsy. You're just small and annoying. Oh, that. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> Muggsy. I'm short. I'm annoying. And I say shit like, it's some psychosomatic shit and has to do with the pull of the gravity of the moon. <laughs> or the position of the moon. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Antonio, do you think I'm like anybody or not? You, you... I kind of want to stay out of this now. <laughs> I don't like it when mom and dad fight. Not fighting. This is nice as we've been. Ever. I did have a nip to pick, though, real quick. A what to pick? A nit to pick. Okay. This is a basketball thing, so Amanda, chime in. Zone out. <laughs> Michael's the greatest two guard to ever play the game. He's a two. Yeah, I'm gone. They put. Lola Bunny at the small four. They put her at the three position. Is Lola Bunny a three? She's the only one that could ball on the team, though, other than Michael. Well, Bugs is your point guard, obviously. I saw that coming. But but really, we're going to put her at the three? That, that's your biggest problem? It's not, da- it's not Daffy being the four? I think you're right. Well, I think maybe she, Donald playing the four. Because, well, she would Did be you like call your him kid. Donald? Not Donald. Daffy. Daffy. My, my bad. I probably call him call him Donald too. I might have Oops. I might have earlier at I mean I think of Lola more as a Kevin Durant. Durant's not, I think Durant's a three. 
Technically, Durant's at three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Did What happened to the racist chicken? Why couldn't we play him? He Say it. I, I teed it up for you. I was waiting if you were going to take what it What do you want not. me to say other than that he sang a song where the lyrics are, I wish I were in the land of cotton, and then called Michael Jordan's son? What are you trying to say? 1996, what a time. <laughs> All right. Ratings. Amanda, you go first. I'm going to give it an Amanda 2. Remind us what the Amanda 2 is. I would rewatch this movie a lot, but I don't know if I'd recommend it to people. I think that's the original 2. Oh, is it? Yeah. Or is it? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah you might Amanda, be right. The Amanda 2 is you wouldn't rewatch it. the opposite. It, you okay, it. I'm going to give it the original 2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what my 2 is anymore because it's been so long since I've given one. They've all been 4s. Oh, I was, was going to say, Amanda used to give out so many 2s that she was just like, well, the 2's just my number. <laughs> yep, they're all my 2s. I don't even remember why I gave things 2.5. Is this a 2.5 situation? I don't know. Or we converted a 2.5 to the Amanda 2. I think the 2.5 is the Amanda 2. For old time's sake, I'm going to give it a 2.5. This is why we won't see each other for another eight weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio, what you got? (laughs) Goddamn. (laughs) Um, This was tough. Uh, I remember when we did Shrek, there was the conversation of, can it be a four when everyone has seen it? And how would you go out of your way to recommend it? At the same time, it can't really be a three because when would Space Jam come up in a conversation where you would recommend it? Next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 3.5. I guess we will see each other sooner than eight weeks. (laughs) All is forgiven. (laughs) This movie's not a four. It's not. It's a three. But I'll use the excuse that that, that Antonio just was like, oh, that's a perfect excuse. Who hasn't seen Space Jam? You can't just like say, oh, see Space Jam, see Space Jam, see Space Jam. Everyone's already seen it. So it's a three. It's fun. It remi- it's, a, it's not, let's be real. It's not a good movie. Acting is bad, but it's fun. And it reminds you of being a kid. And there's just so much to that that like I would recommend it to somebody. And I'm probably not going to rewatch this movie until the next time it just happens to be on a channel and I just stop for like two seconds, but I'm never going to go out of my way to watch this. I will, however, look on Spotify for the soundtrack because as the kids say today, that shit slaps. Is the soundtrack a four? Absolutely. Something needs, something needs to get a four in this podcast or in this episode because I like, how can we do hot take? I believe I can fly as a song for bass jam. Here's your way. chance. Do your dance. Take it away. All right. All, all right. right. <laughs> I'm just saying, none of us gave it a four. Rightfully so, but it feels sad. Soundtrack deserves a four. Tell me I'm wrong. As iconic as it has been for our childhood, it feels sad not giving it a four. Do you know what's a four about this movie? This is going to sound really stupid. I'm sure no one remembers this or not. The poster to this movie being really fucking cool. It was like a bluish hue tint black and it was half of Bugs's face and half of MJ's face, that's a four. That's cool. Like, even to this day, I'd make that my phone background if I could. You know what? I might just do that. <laughs> so, movie poster, soundtrack, fours. Movie, three. That's how we're going to do it. Real quick, can I make a recommendation? Absolutely. Like Mike. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yes. Like Mike. 
Let's play a little FMK. Rapid fire. <laughs> These are both Antonio's best ones we've done in quite a while. All right. Fly like an eagle. I believe I can fly. Space Jam. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. This is easy for you, Amanda. I know which one you're going to kill. Fly like an eagle. Ooh. You're going to marry or fuck something R. Kelly did? How dare you, Miss Woke Ass? Speechless. I thought we were judging the artist. (laughs) (laughs) That's trying to spin the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to marry. I believe I could fly. (laughs) Here's your chance. Do Do your your dance. dance. (laughs) (laughs) Which one you go fuck? Space Jam? Yeah. All right, all right. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to say. Hey, Tony, go for it. Uh, I don't care for I believe I can fly. Some will kill that. Uh, Big ass. <laughs> uh, I'm a Mary. If this was the Steve Miller band version of Fly Like an Eagle, I would marry that. But I'm just, I'm going to fuck it. Set it and quit it. And then uh, marry Space Jam. I think I have to go with Amanda. I got to fuck Space Jam. I got to marry I Believe I Can Fly. I I Believe I Can Fly just reminds me of the sixth grade. And then I'd kill Fly Like an Eagle. All right, last one. Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. Kill Michael Jordan. No! God damn you. Why are you doing this, Antonio? uh, You marry LeBron James and you fuck Kevin Durant. Oh my God. No, Amanda, tell him how it's supposed to go. I'm killing KD. Yes, because he's a crybaby. I'm fucking Michael Jordan, and I'm marrying LeBron James. You thought I was going to agree with you. I see the confusion <sighs> on your face. You fuck LeBron James, you marry MJ, and you kill Kevin Durant. No, thanks. Kevin Durant, not the greatest Texas player ever. I said it. Who would be then? DJ Augustine. Just kidding. <laughs> PJ Tucker, because he held... Kevin Durant to like 50 points in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals this year. He held him to only 50, 50 points. <laughs> he guarded him into an air ball on his last shot. Yeah. <laughs> when he was just tired after playing the entire game. He's like, gotcha. <laughs> I win. <laughs> uh, this is fun. I appreciate it. Check out Space Jam. Enjoy the new Space Jam that comes out later this week. Uh, next week, we are doing... You got to cut that. We don't do free advertising here. Did I tell you we got our first? We got our second one, our second advertisement. HBO what was Mac? our first one? Our first one was SafeMoon. It was a cryptocurrency. Mm. Go out and buy SafeMoon. Are you a crypto okay. guy, Antonio? Uh, I got Doge and uh, Stellar. Oh, sorry yes, about Stellar's Stellar. where it's at. No, it's not. Oh no, it'll come back. Okay. It better. <laughs> <laughs>